Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. <laughs> See, it's always weird, right? But it's fun. I am perfectly in tune. <laughs> perfectly in tune. It's only like 158 episodes practicing. So <laughs> we, we gotta do that. Yeah, you gotta do we that. Gotta go do ahead, that. go ahead. No. I don't know if I can hit falsetto very well, no. so I'm gonna hand that off to Robert. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. We're, gonna, we're gonna try it one more time. Ready? Hey, no. Ready? Yeah, you want to? Welcome to, to another, another episode right of Business Bros. There you go. Everybody got into it there. <laughs> I got reamed by my coach the other day. He was like, really? You guys do that on the show? That's terrible. <laughs> you guys listen to today's podcast. That's, that's funny. All right. Uh, let me start off the show. Of course, giving everybody shout outs and some Facebook and Instagram love. We got Eric Martinez, new friend, uh, Giorgio Clinar, Justin Serrano, uh, Abel Tejeda, George Morales, Ignacio Rentaria, Justin Abreu, Percy Salvatore. Mr. Brian Landeros hit me up on his new Instagram, so he gets that one. Jacqueline Aiello and uh, David West, Justin Barlow, and Laura Graves, all new peeps. And then, shout-outs to the closed. Remember, if you close a deal and you hashtag business bros, we'll give you a shout-out on the show. Vicky Sandoval with another closing. Woo! Woo-woo! Fire! And Anjanette, uh, Miss Out Miss Out Bay. Yep, another closing. You guys are tearing it up out there. Keep being productive. Make sure you guys are doing all the work and tag us so we can give you the shout outs on every single one of our shows. All right, let's hop to it today. You guys ready? We're ready. Ready to tell some stories? Ready to hear why you guys got in the business? <laughs> sure. All right, so let's start off. We got Mr. Uh, Robert and John with us. I, I, I shouldn't say Robert and John because now it sounds like one person, but I mean, it's a dynamic deal here, right? <laughs> it works. It works. It works. Yeah, well, all right, cool. All right, so tell me a little bit about yourself, Mr. Robert. Well, here we go. We mm-hmm. got a half hour, right? Half I'm hour. I'm going to take up 28 minutes. All right. The day I was born. <laughs> <laughs> no, I served in the United States Army for 32 years. 32. Hard, so. to, hard to believe I only look 21, right? Right? So once I got out, well, actually, while I was still in, I bought a home while I was on recruiting duty in the Bay Area. Had a so-called veteran expert, real estate <laughs> agent, then did do crap for me. Uh, I did it all. I found my place, found my own loan, everything. All he did was get paid. Well, that was nice. So since then, he put that seed in my head like, you know, I would rather help veterans out more than he did. Yeah. So that always stayed with me. Then, you know, I moved here in 2000 to 2004. Got my license in 2002, and I've been serving since then. You first I, served I reti- in the military? Yeah, I retired in 2015. And then you served the military. Yeah. <laughs> that, that don't sound right, but yeah. <laughs> I assist, no, that would be the yeah. Navy, but I assist the military via home. <laughs> 
Always talking, always talking. Yeah, that guy just, it's a military thing, right? It's a military. <laughs> Only we could do that. Right? No, and then so I was, uh, I got my license 2002. I was still active duty then, but, you know, I did it part-time. Mm-hmm. So I learned at that time, you know, just the ins and outs of being a realtor here in San Diego. I always said, once I retire, do what I got to do back in the Bay Area with family, you know, I want to move back to San Diego, buy a home. And start my brokerage here, you and, that, and that's what there? I did. Oh yeah, yeah. You sold over there, came over here, came over here. But I still help uh, veterans in the Bay Area as well. Awesome. So I'm I'm back and forth. So uh, back and forth. Yeah. 2002. So you had a good upturn in the market. Yeah, it was just hitting at that point. Yeah, it was on fire then. It was on fire. Yeah, and then for about the, two years. Yeah, and then you hit the downturn in the market. Yeah, and I wasn't here at that time. I was mm. I was in Iraq for a little while, and then I was in Afghanistan for a little while. So. Oh, so you, well, I'd say you missed the bad side of the market, but you kind of had a whole different issue going on, right? Yeah, yeah. It was fun. <laughs> it was it, fun. It was yeah, fun. that's a light way to put it, right? All right, so you came back. Then purchased a home. Purchased opened a home. up a brokerage. Um, I said, what do I want to do? How do I help? want to help my fellow veterans? First, I said, let's come up with a great name, catchy name. I've been in the business for this long. I want to find one of the best loan officers that I could find that has the same, you know, heart, the feel, the energy that I do, and that wants to help my veterans as well. You know, I don't want to make it about money. I want to make it about let's help these veterans here. And in walks in? No, it took a few. (laughs) (laughs) So you went through, so tell me a little bit. Well, what's, so you got to be able to work. You got to be able to work with the loan officer. You got to be on the same level. Right, you right. know, on the same level, and then provide that service. So let, let's hover on that for a little bit, because we always have agents in that bounce from LO to LO. They or or vice versa. I have a LO in here that's like, man, I trying to find good real estate partners. I mean, how what what are what are you looking for? Like, give give well, me some detail on what you're looking for. It has to go LO. both ways. It can't be one sided. Oh, absolutely. And, and most of the time, it is one sided. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to ask him the same question. No, no, no. Believe me. <laughs> And we have a 30-day rule between him and I. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that later. Okay. we got the trial period, right? We're still dating. Nope. <laughs> still dating. So, yeah, it has to, it has to be double-sided. As, as in, I, I'm not going to bring all these leads to him mm-hmm. and then get nothing in return. Right. I want something in return. What do I want in return? I don't care if he brings me referrals. I want him to do the best job he could do with my veterans that's what i want with my veterans so is it are you looking for product are you looking for follow-up follow-up is the biggest thing because sometimes if you get a loan officer that's too busy you're talking to his assistant 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 and Mm -hmm. to me no no you talk to me i'm going to talk to you i don't want to talk to nobody in between there's already a lot of people in, you know, a lot of hands in the cookie jar for a real estate transaction. I mean, yeah. a lot of people yeah. are doing different things and are responsible for dis- different aspects of the transaction. Of course. So, so if I'm hearing you correctly, you're looking for somebody who's going to communicate with the client and also communicate with you what they communicate with the client. Yeah, and also with the listing agent, if I'm representing the buyer mm-hmm. or, you know, if I'm representing the seller on both sides i want them to communicate with everybody escrow title everybody and the best thing that he does that i didn't see any other list or any of the loan officer do is he sends out videos 
Oh, see. He sends out videos, and that's that that really got me. It's like, all right, let me let me check this guy out for a while. Let me throw him a few bones, see how he works out, and we hit it off just like that. So you cast a line in the water. Yeah. Let's move over down a little bit. Oh. So now oh, tell me what you really think. It's coming out. All right. He got his time. Right? Look at his shirt. Right? He's He's like, shirt. First of all, i got to make sure I put the logo out. <laughs> just wrapping out there. Got any any veterans out there, just, just putting that out. Just real quick. Uh, yeah. Screenshot. <laughs> so, John, tell me a little bit about what you look for in a real estate agent. What 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 types of things uh, attracted you to this guy? All right. So uh, we were, more puns. There this is go. more of a Navy <laughs> conversation. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, no seriousness. Uh, one of the best or funniest lines I've ever heard that kind of holds true is I only do friends with business and I do business with people I make friends with. So for me, it's a compatibility thing. If we're not on the same page, kind of as he was describing, it's just not going to work. I, if somebody, you know, maybe they're um, like high anxiety or on the other hand, you know, the complete, you know, polar opposite. There's somebody who just is so disconnected from the transaction. You feel like you're doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. Just not going to work out. For me, it's about that chemistry. So I can't really, I mean, of course, you can do anything. You can force yourself to do anything. Right. But for me, the most productive relationships come out of what he was talking about and having that, you know, that, that I, guess, I wouldn't want to call it a status quo, but just that good chemistry in terms of that working relationship. So for us, unfortunately, we have a, a very dry sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing that, you know, that kind of worked with us is that if stuff needs to get done, it's not, you know, it's not between the nine to five and I'm not picking up after that. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's, it's coming down to nine o'clock, nine thirty. If you need something or if I need something, he's getting it for me. Vice versa. Obviously, I mean, there's boundaries, but at the same time, when that relationship's established, I mean, it's almost like it's, it's seamless. So it's, even if it's a quick call late at night, whatever, you know, it's not going to be some, some horror story at nine forty-five when you can't do anything. It's usually something that's always productive. So for me, it's just that, that, that team mentality, that chemistry kind of almost like I mean, Robert was in the military. I grew up playing sports. I don't have quite as cool a background as him, but that, that kind of team mentality, team effort, when everything and, and all the, you know, the wheels are working together, that's, that's kind of what I look for in, in I guess, a, a par- partnership. Cool. A lot of text messaging. A lot of text messaging. Well, tell me a, a little bit about your best text. practices. What are some of the things that you do that you know uh, Robert or any realtor would uh, benefit from a transaction? Why is it? Why, why are you in something special? I mean, he mentioned the videos, but tell me a little bit about what you do. You know, to me, it's kind of simple. So I think that we all get so caught up in trying to, you know, worry about the, you know, the extremities of our business that we always forget the foundation. And when you forget the foundation, your business falls apart. It doesn't matter if it's sports. Or, or business, you know, either one or the other, you got to focus on the foundation. And for us as loan officers, it's communication, follow up and closing on time. I mean, it's not rocket science. I'm not, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here. I didn't do anything spectacular that no one's ever thought of. Literally just that open communication and almost being the quarterback of a transaction. I know it's kind of escrow's job, but for me, it's, it's all about making sure everybody's on the same page and then having that ability to communicate, um, you know, openly and efficiently. So I'm hearing you, uh, you try to make everybody's job easier by taking on a little more or making sure it's in a t- done in a timely manner. Yeah, absolutely. And even if, you know, I mean, there's there's always, I mean, there's always going to be fires. You can't mm-hmm. ever extinguish every fire. In a there's so many variables and people's lives are so complex. Things just pop up. And I mean, if you hit the bull between the eyes early on, it's, it's you're, you're basically extinguishing that fire before it burns down a building. And, you know, when, when you don't have that communication up front, Next thing you know, you got 40 phone calls. People are stressing out. You got two days to close. Docs aren't out. You know, whatever. Rate locks expiring. Somebody's moving truck just showed up. They send it back. They're incurring extra charges. You know, it, I don't got to go over the. the, the it does, you know. right? 
Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, just the, the, like I said, it's, it's not rocket science. It's nothing that hasn't been done before. Matter of fact, it's, it's a key part of everybody's business, but people just forget because they're so focused on the other things. All right. We're, we're always hearing about, you know, you need to be putting out more content. You need to be putting out more content. You need to be putting more video out there. You need to get in front of your clients, whatever, right? So, I mean, he mentioned that you did something with video. So I'm, 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 I got this idea in my head of what you're using, but I kind of wanted to get it out of you, right, <laughs> to hear what you're saying. So, I mean, obviously, you know, in your end, you have two-sided clients, right? On the mm-hmm. one hand, your client is the, the actual person buying the home, mm-hmm. right? On the other hand, your client is the real estate partner, the, the agent partners that you're working with, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, tell me a little bit about what you're doing to attract either one of these type of people. When you just to narrow that down, you're talking about attracting whom the the agent or the client? Well, both of them are your clients, so I just want to know what you're doing on both sides. Sorry. Well, uh, for me, just to to focus on the client side right now, um, 90% of people, especially the younger, you know, the younger people looking to buy homes, they don't want to walk into an office. And before, a lot of people has mentality that you know, hey, I need the the shiny mahogany desk and I need the double French doors for my office. Mm -hmm. People just they're busy, you know, everything is, we're in, a, we're in an instant gratification society, right? We have everything at our fingertips. They want the same thing with their mortgage. Well, how do I separate myself from 30, 40 online lenders? I mean, this field is saturated. I don't need to tell you guys, it's just yeah. inundated with people offering this, that, and the other. What I try to do is put a face to the, you know, put a, put a face to the name. That way it, it's weird, but it almost adds this extra layer of accountability, even though it's literally no different than you know, any other conversation that somebody else is having, but having that personal touch on there, I think is uh, something that, you know, it, it, Makes it adds that trust level to it that it didn't previously have. When you send out an email, it's not nearly the same impact on people and it can be a short and quick video, but they feel like it, there's much more connection. I have multiple people tell me that if myself and somebody else were offering the same product, program, pricing, all things hold uh, equal, that my video was, you know, basically the reason why they chose to go with me. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I was talking, I mean, I was talking to my coach on, on the podcast today. And we were talking about the different mediums that are out there, podcasting, for example, or video content. Mm-hmm. And we're just in a society where people don't read anymore. <laughs> yeah. They just don't read. And even if they do read, they don't comprehend at the level that they used to. So having images, having those video content makes all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you know, I wanted you to point exactly that, which you pointed out was, you know, you can send an email, you can have the same exact product, but the presentation makes a big difference. Right. How you're dropping it on mm-hmm. them makes a big difference. So whether you're using a bomb bomb video or you're yeah. using a regular email, mm-hmm. there's a huge difference in what it is that you do. Yeah. Right? He's actually bringing me out of my shell because we did my first video, what? two, three weeks ago? Yeah, just about. And we did several. We did several videos. And I'm, I'm coming out of my shell in the videos. I mean, I could get out there and speak in front of 150 people and I'm comfortable. Yeah, on stage, no on problem. On stage. Pull stuff out of the air and just keep going. But sitting in a situation where that camera light goes on, I forget my own name sometimes. <laughs> Well, you're doing pretty good here today. <laughs> so far, so good. All kidding aside, he's the one that brought me out of that. We're doing a lot more videos. We're going to start doing podcasts. We're really hitting. We're really, really hit it. We sat down. We had our meeting. We talked. We go to lunch, what, maybe three or four times a month. We hit, you know, we go over what our next steps are going to be, and we just shoot for them. You know, we I, go for them. I 100% encourage you guys to do a podcast. I mean, it, it honestly, honestly, 
we did when we started our podcast we might have went maybe 70 episodes when we we're doing these daily by the way right. might be a 70 episodes before we even had anybody on the show but those were times where we got to sit down and we're talking about business and yeah. we're talking about strategy and we're talking about sales yeah. and it's almost therapeutic in a way for you guys to do that so yeah. you're doing it at lunch which is cool yeah. but the other thing is once you put it out there in the uh, you know in the uh, twitter sphere internet sphere whatever you want to call it yeah. like all of a sudden you're kind of accountable because you said it, right? You said it, and you put it out there. So somebody's going to come back and tell you, hey, remember uh, remember when you said that? And you're like, when did I say that? It's right here, episode whatever, whatever, right? Yeah, that could be a good thing and a problem at the same time. It, it could. It could be both. But, Depends on where we go eat. Right? But but the, but the thing is, it's a, it's a long tail effect, right? Yeah. It's, it's you being out there, putting content out, and putting information out. It's yeah. the difference between somebody hearing what you had to say or seeing what you had to say versus reading what you had to say. No, and I understand. Right? And, and that, that's why I said I finally said, okay, you know what? I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to get out there. I had to motivate myself, you know, get two chins instead of my third one and motivate <laughs> myself and just go for it. So see, if you, we motivate each other though, actually. So yeah, that but, helps. But even that, right? Even, and you said it joking aside and, you know, jokingly that, you know, how you look on camera, you know, you're, you're not so happy. Like you can stand in front of a stage and talk to a bunch of people oh, and that's yeah. great. That's because you're not looking at yourself. Right. The minute you have to see your own reflection, you yeah. start questioning yourself. Am I good enough? Do I look right? Am I making the right face? And, and, and it's funny because everybody else sees you the exact same way. But you start questioning yourself. And that's something that real estate agents in general have a problem with. I think almost every real estate agent knows what they have to do to be successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do they take advantage and actually take the action to do it? Mm-hmm. That's why that's I decided a, to do this. This is a stepping point from us for us. I think so, it's mainly a stepping point for you. Yeah, you're still, you're no, he loves himself. himself. Yeah, he loves yeah, himself. He loves himself. I got all his. You gonna make him blush? <laughs> so this is a stepping point for me. You're right, but I'm taking it. Huh. I'm doing it. So. And I'd say in about the next month, you're going to see videos of us all doing what all we do. Because you're right. But you said we're sitting down and we, we record what we talk about during lunch and stuff. Editing a little bit of it out. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a lot of information for people to it's see. It's gold. That would help. It's gold. I and mean, it's mainly with veterans. Mainly about yeah. veterans issues. What could we do? We talk about tax exams. We talk about different things. How to better educate veterans. Right. On different topics, multiple topics, just not on buying a home, but on just different things once they own the home. Right. Taxes and when they're due and how to do it on everything. On everything. No, everything. Yeah, but the problem is only you two hear it. You're right. Right. And and that's why, you know, having the content in the the end. The, the way it was described to me was kind of cool. It's, it's uh, like like the press, right? So when, when you first got that newspaper, you were able to mass communicate a message out into the world, right? And now we have a new medium. I mean, we have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have podcasting, all these different things to mass communicate messages. So now you're going to get flooded. But right now, there's, a, there's this, there's this uh, disconnect. There's people who, uh, who scroll through and there are people who create content. Right, mm-hmm. and this is this is the next real estate boom that we're seeing right now is yeah. the internet grab. Yeah. Like you got to grab your audience, mm-hmm. and I think if especially when you have a message like that, I mean, for for I would say for you and I, it's a generational shift. I, I I'm still of the age where we played outside, of right, course. until the lights came until on. The lights came right? on. Right, I mean that was that home. was the generation, right? My right. I know my parents were like 
at work all day. We didn't come home till whenever. I would memorize my friends' phone numbers because, sure. you know, depending on where you grew up, right? Mm-hmm. All these different, it's a different generation. But fortunately, I'm also in the age where the internet developed and grew up. I mean, I was I was in high school when Xbox came out, right? And we were playing Halo on a network. So it's not like I was a baby either, but I wasn't a full, you know, full adult either. Yeah. So there's a, there's a mix. Yeah. My parents, on the other hand, they're like barely coming into this world of Facebook. My dad just, you know, he still won't admit he goes on Facebook, but he scrolls through my mom's stuff. Right, my father-in-law, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a Facebook, but he spends more time on my mother-in-law's Facebook right. than than you know she does. So it's a generational shift, and sure. and they're still you know they're still looking, but very few of them are creating. And imagine if you guys were out there creating for those types of individuals. I think it would make a huge difference in your in your business in what you're doing. You know, I think the, messaging. And just to interject there, I think yeah. kind of the next thing is that you're seeing a lot of the, the, the younger generation, or at least from what I'm, what I'm reading, is that younger people are moving more to Instagram. Obviously, it's the same company, but how, how to monetize that space, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're seeing all these ads, but I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Most of the time I see them just click, swip, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just swiping right through it. But I mean, with Facebook, it's, it's kind of nice because you, you, know, you can click on that landing page, you can go over, and I feel like it's a bit easier for lead capture. I haven't quite seen anybody master Instagram as a place to, to retain, um, I guess, leads for real estate. I mean, I don't know if you could provide some insight. I mean, that'd be yeah. great for the people listening, right? A lot of them are agents. But how do you use the Instagram marketing space as effectively as people are doing with Facebook? Because I mean, with Facebook, that became like the new Zillow. I mean, a lot of people are right. eating because of Facebook. How are people gonna begin to eat off of Instagram and whatever platform comes next? How do we get that? Because just because of its you know, unique interface where people are just swiping or scrolling the whole time. People are swiping, people are scrolling. But I think uh, when when I look at Instagram, I don't. You're right. I don't see it more of, as an advertisement, but I see it as more like a short-term reality TV. So this is where you're gonna. They're like, posting their personal pics and right. things they're doing right. or, or live. Mm-hmm. For example, just this week, right, or last week, whatever it was, because mm-hmm. I just barely paid attention. You had that whole Khloe Kardashian drama that's going on, right? I'm afraid to admit, I, yeah, right? I'm aware. But you know, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and the point is that you know because that story is out there. And so each of us is telling our own individual story. Mm-hmm. And Instagram is one of those places where the story is more relevant than Facebook. Facebook has a story feature, but not very many people look at it the way they do on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Right. And the ones that, you know, the people that, you know, are interesting, you go to their story often. Mm-hmm. Right. And the problem is it's not an ad. It's a full blown show. So when I was a kid, it was things like Friends or Seinfeld or whatever. You would go and watch those sitcoms because they reflected a sense of reality. And now Instagram is your reality. So are you making it interesting or are you making it boring? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and so to be continued. To be continued, right? <laughs> right? And if it's interesting, then people will watch. Yeah. And if you're interesting and you interject, you know, your life is interesting and then they also understand with what you do, it's, it's a little bit different. And that's yeah. why I don't think you see as many people master Instagram mm-hmm. because there's they're not telling their story as much but you know you go through your own instagram feed you know the people that you click on their stories yeah. to watch mainly mm-hmm. what they're doing now is like if they have an open house and they're taking you through a walking tour of the home mm-hmm. which is a good idea it's a good idea so I, you know i got to start doing that as well but like you said you got to first see your face on the phone i scared myself a few times <laughs> so <laughs> That was good, that was good. So, you know, then, so I'm learning. You know, I'm in -hmm. in that generation where we didn't have cell phones and stuff growing up. So I had to learn a lot to deal with millennials. And I always give him crap. 
But I had to learn a lot about the technology, not only for that, but to, to stay relevant in this business. So I get a lot of help from my younger clients that know how to do all that. They show me and I learn and we just keep on building and building and building. So give me about a month. Well, here, give me about a month. I'm gonna be. I'll give you about a I month. I might have so much videos up. You're gonna say, "Man, stop putting your videos." And when you up. get famous, like they told us, when you yeah. get famous, yeah. just don't forget the little guys, right? Yeah, right. So, well, here, here's the thing, though. Um, when we talk about millennials and we talk about uh, Generation Xers, right, mm-hmm. or Gen even Gen Yers, whatever. Either yeah. way, uh, you gotta figure where they are in the market. Exactly. The the millennials are at the phase where they're starting to buy. Yes. Right. Versus. What about the ones that are starting to retire and they're going to downsize and they're going to sell their homes. So you're in a unique position where, uh, well, you and I are in a unique position where when we put our face on camera, Mm -hmm. the people who are going to relate to us are the ones that look like us. That makes sense? There's not many. There's not many. (laughs) (laughs) Our age, people who are our age are going to relate to us because they're in similar situations. No, I agree. So so there's a a double-edged sword. Like when you're putting out content, who are you targeting your content towards? Are you targeting your content towards millennials? Mm Because, you know, that message is going to be different than, you know, people who are older getting ready to sell their homes. Are you targeting, are you trying to focus your attention on becoming a listing agent or are you trying to help people buy? So, and and based on the story that you're telling me, you're trying to help people buy. You're trying to help veterans get into the homes that they want to get into. Sure. I mean, every every agent wants to be this big listing agent and that's fine. When I started off, I was doing all listings. Mm -hmm. But right now, I'm in the position to help fellow veterans purchase a home. We have the tools to help them and in some cases, we have rebates to help them for closing costs. I want to jump back to that because we didn't really talk about Go for it a lot. And if you work with a lot of the younger veterans out there, now even active duty Navy, it doesn't matter what branch, right? A lot of them don't have five to 10 to $15,000 for closing costs. We believe that we could get into a home with zero down, that's it. Well, they don't understand that we do have closing costs. Right. So that's where him and I come in. We make up a game plan for each individual veteran, how to get that veteran in without paying any closing costs, without affecting the rate. You know, a lot of people do it, but they they jack their rate up. Well, and, and we don't do that. And that's huge because you, you think about a, a, a person who's in the military, they're young, yeah. right? Oftentimes they get in at 18, maybe 1920, right? Yeah. And they get a little bit of money in the pocket, and what do they tend to do? They tend to go out and buy a car. Oh, Why? Oh. Brand new Dodge Charger. Right? Why? Because the dealer's going to get them in with no money down. Yes. Right? So it's the appeal yes. of having something major. Exactly. So if you can get in early, especially, and yeah. tell them, look, yeah, that car's cool, but wouldn't it be better if you had a house? Yeah. Right? And exactly. by the way, look, I know it's not going to be zero, but let's work out a plan. Let's see where you're at. Yeah. And let's see how much that number is going to be. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, I feel like it's a it's a big misconception, especially with veterans, is that they're not fully aware of, of how their VA benefit really works. And it's mm-hmm. kind of you know that initial you know that initial step you have to take with them. Hey, I know that you're aware that you know there's 100 percent financing with VA, but what do you know about closing costs? Nine times out of ten, I mean, if they haven't owned a home before, like what what are closing costs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I get 100 percent financing. That means I just get keys, right? And it's like no, then you got to kind of break that down for them. And obviously, over the long run, there's no way to justify, I guess, buying a car over that closing cost. But sometimes it needs explaining. Yeah. You know, they see, once again, immediate gratification, you know, going and getting that car and not worrying about a mortgage payment, you know, a 
$2,500 mortgage payment. Sometimes it just takes that simple explanation explaining what those benefits are and, and kind of all the, you know, not only the short-term benefit of it, but the midterm, you know, the long-term, really working out that full financial goal with them versus a car that's going to be worth, you know, less than you know, $10,000 less in, the, in the a year and a half. driving off the lot. Yeah. Yeah, it makes, it makes all the difference in the world. And, and, and I like those big picture things, but it does take explanation, right? I mean, I teach high school seniors and we're, we just opened the consumer credit section, right? So mm-hmm. we're talking about, you know, different types of loans, principal balances, all that sort of stuff. And one of the things I, I have told them when we were talking about the mortgage section was, dude, you guys are going to be 18, 19, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Why don't four of you get together? Because we can put four people on a loan. Why don't you buy a place? It's like you were renting anyways. And then later down the road, you guys set up some contract that, you know, after five years, seven years, 10 years, whatever it's going to be, yeah. you sell the place. And if you you're, make a profit, you're investing in right. your, and if you make future. a profit, maybe you get your rent back. Yeah. in a large chunk and then at that point maybe you're paying for a wedding maybe you're paying your own down payment for a new place mm-hmm. right it beats the crap out of partnering up and renting an apartment with a no equity balance at the end yeah. but you gotta you gotta kind of paint that whole picture for them and that's what that's what i think you're doing with with you know these military guys yeah, yeah that car is flashy but let me sit down and let me show you everything yeah. if you did this you can get to here and if you get to here this is what your life will look like mm-hmm. and this is what you can be but this is where you're at now. You got to make a choice. One thing good about what he does as well is when we come across the veteran that falls in that situation or his credit, you know, sometimes when you're a little younger, your credit's not really important to you. Mm-hmm. Right? For sure. You already have a car. Yeah. You already have something. You're paying big money on. So we say, okay, now you got married. Now you have maybe a child. Now you want to buy a place here in San Diego where it's, you know, expensive. It's expensive. So we come across that where we both sit down with them and we have to explain to them, here's what you have to do. We set them up with a plan. And if they follow it, it might be six months, it might be a year, it might be a little longer sometimes. They could achieve that goal. But at least we do that for them. Not, right. not just shoo them away and say, no, we can't do nothing for you. So that's a great thing that we do. That's a great thing what he does as well because he cares about the veterans just as much as I do. Yeah, and the family. And I can tell. And I mean, just, just based oh, yeah. on your conversation. I mean, think about it. You went from being a listing agent to a buyer's agent. People usually transition the other way. Yeah, right. But you're doing it because because you see this issue, this problem, right? Yeah. If I can if I can set up the life of a 21-year-old kid in the right direction, mm-hmm. you know, that makes all the difference in the world. When they get out of the military, they're almost done paying off a mortgage. I mean, I was uh, Dave Ramsey, for example. He's making it so that you know the the fancy car is not the status symbol; it's a paid-off mortgage as a status symbol, right? I mean, the only reason why we're going to work every day is to find some sort of retirement at some point. It doesn't have to be at age sixty-five. And the biggest hurdle to retirement, to ending you know financial obligations, is your mortgage, mm-hmm. or is it being a place to live? Right. And and you're opening the door. You guys both are opening the door to people to be able to do that, mm-hmm. and it makes all the difference in the world. It's just important of getting the word out. There's yeah. so many different people out there that don't do what we do, but they talk a good game. I think they it's kind of one of the game. one of the bigger faults in our industry. Is everybody tries to pride themselves on follow up, right? And we're all guilty of you know not following up with you know certain For clients. We, we, things yeah. fall through the cracks, right? And you always kick yourself in the butt when you see you know that person close. You follow. Finally, remember you see that calendar reminder six months later. You call them. They already bought a home, mm-hmm. right? Or they already they already sold their home. Worst feeling, huh? I mean, it happens, right? I mean, yeah, things happens. fall through the cracks. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's a worst feeling. But one of the things that we've done is that we've, we've tried to essentially, the second we get off that phone, try and force yourself to do it then and there so it doesn't fall through the crack. And then at that same time, setting that calendar reminder so you're following up in six months. 
and I've had it to where literally I can, I'll, my follow-up date is a birthday. Yeah. And it, if you can remember to do it, then great. You literally stick that in there. It's a birthday call. Hey, where are you at with your plan? Have you, you know, done X, Y, and Z? And right there in the Google details, you can just copy and paste your notes and then you follow up. And your next phone Easy call, you, you, you know, you, you cross out the other one. Systematic. You always have to have some sort of, you know, some sort of reminder to tell you when, uh, exactly. when it's time to do something. Exactly. And, and sometimes, I mean, you call them back. They're like, yeah, man, I only got like two more things to do. You know, I'm so glad you followed up, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking I'm going to be ready in like three Stay months. Stay on top of mind. And Stay on top of mind. On top of that, one, you're helping them. And then two, I mean, that, that personal, you know, that, that personal like service touch you got there, they feel like they're the only buyer that you've been helping. That's when you know you've won. When they feel like you're the only person that, that you're helping. Or sorry, they're help- the only person you're helping. Yeah, and you're helping them win and they feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Let me help you guys win. We're rounding the bend on time here. So uh, speaking we did, to the We camera. decided to stay longer. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you, oh. you going to crash? I got a pillow. <laughs> I got, pillow we got blankets. snacks over there. We got too. snacks over here. <laughs> we we're ready water. to go. We're good. Yeah, that's all right. We can get closed in and we're good. Sure. I don't know about the toilet, but no. I'm just like... <laughs> We've seen it. We've seen it. There you go. <laughs> First thing I look for. <laughs> All right. Well, do me a favor. Um, I'm going to give you guys each time to speak into the camera. What's the best way to contact you guys? And then in a little bit, I'll ask you who you think would be a good person to be on the podcast. Cool? Hmm. All right. So who wants to go first? All right. You got volunteered. All right. So what are we doing? we got got uh, contact information. Contact and- information. Best way to get a hold of you if people want to work with you. Hey, best way to get a hold of me is via text. I'm not going to lie. Um, 619-454-7291 is my cell phone number. You can and, point at the screen. Oh, uh, well, the number's not on there. Oh, oh, okay. Well, good. Cell phone number. Go ahead and hit I, it again. Hey, is mine on there? Yeah, hit it again. All right, we're back in live. Okay. <laughs> cell phone number is 619-454-7291. John Aguirre, Cross Country Mortgage. Dude, you should have been talking like that the whole time. <laughs> no, right? That would have been funny, right? That would have been, been good. <laughs> I don't know if I can keep a conversation like that. <laughs> All right, Robert, how do we get a hold of you? Best way to get a hold of me is text. Text, if I don't answer, when you call me, it's going to tell you. If you need to get a hold of me right away, send me a text. As soon as I got a second, I will call you right back. Or I will text you, call you, and sometimes they just want to text. That's cool. And if that makes you feel comfortable, we could text all day long. But sooner or later, we got to meet. We got to meet. We got to talk. You can text all day long. We we, got to talk. He's got like four thumbs. <laughs> no, he takes a one finger. Oh, no. So it's a keyboard. Oh, dude. <laughs> it takes me a while. I don't want to do voice to text either. It comes oh. out saying stuff I don't even know. <laughs> but that's the best way to get a hold of me is just give me a call. Send me a text. I will definitely contact you as soon as possible. But I'm with another client. I'm going to give that client 110% of my time while I'm there with them. And I would do the same for you. Perfect. Okay. All right. Who do you guys think should be on the podcast next? Us again next week. What time? Do Us you have again. <laughs> you know, it's the best answer we've gotten so far, by the way. You asked me, me a again. question. I'm going to give you an answer. I like it. Robert Rodriguez, part two. Yeah. Well, you do talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not very often. I'm mostly very... taking care of the video over here. Yeah. Do you make me look better? Brains yeah. of the operation. Yeah, exactly. I have to get on camera to make you look better. No! Navy guy. I don't know, dude. Know somebody that would. I'm going to stick with your first suggestion. Yeah, it's probably a good yeah. suggestion. Yeah. Well, you because know what? we really didn't go over. You know what? We really didn't go I'll t- over I'll tell you what. our programs. You, you I put want out, people to understand what we do. You put out the content that you were talking about putting out and hold you accountable. Ooh. And then we'll come back. Okay. We'll circle back. 
Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Then you won't be camera shy anymore. That's a fair deal. No, I'm good now. Right. <laughs> I'm good now. Yeah. All right. See you guys in a year then. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. There <laughs> nah, you go. I'll play. You the big, little the, faith. The beer kicked in. I'm good now. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right, ladies Joking. and gentlemen. Joking. By the way, if you have any insurance needs, James at csfirst.com, 619-884-0045. Or if you want to get on this podcast, hit me up, Hernan at csfirst.com, 619-884-4915. I almost said your number again. Or you can follow us on social media at Business Bros Pod. Remember, do us a favor. Go to iTunes. Find us on iTunes. Subscribe. It helps us reach more people. We really appreciate it. Go ahead and leave a, leave a rate and review. You know, let us know what you guys think. Give us five stars and tell us, you know, get your ugly mug off the camera or whatever you want to tell us. Whatever we're, whatever we're helping you out with, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks, guys. That's all we got for you guys today. Thank you guys for being on the show. Thank right, you. Thank you, guys. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out. I want to do it one more time. I had to. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now. Or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show. 